If you let retirement just happen, chances are you won't be happy for too long. Looking back, you'll probably wish that you planned a lot more. On today's show, we're going to go over a few things that you can do now that will help you get to where you want to be. In- and now, the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Hi, and welcome back to the Allon Exchange. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and this is the highlight of my week slash weekend. I get to hang out with two of my favorite people, Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allen Planning Partners, except one half of the duo is on assignment. The best half. <laughs> the better half. I was going to say it, but I didn't know if that would be hurtful. Yeah, the best half. But I still have Jay Hagee, and Jay has brought someone from the famous Allen Planning team to join us. And I thought you would do That's right. the most personalized, beautiful intro. So I wanted sure, to just yeah. hand it over. Yeah, we've uh, invited Tanner Horsmeyer to be with us today. He is associate advisor with us, uh, been here a few years on our team and helped serve uh, a lot of our clients. And um, yeah, he's been doing a fantastic job and he's, uh, he's an expert planner. So glad to have him on the show with us today. Yeah, glad to be here. Well, thank you for, for you know, I mean, you've got some small shoes to fill. That, like, literally, I'm sure that Brittany's shoe size <laughs> is a lot smaller than this, but, but you've got big shoes to fill. As yeah, well. figurative big shoes. Yeah, yeah you Brittany's, got it. She's one of a kind, so I'm not even going to try and step into her shoes because she's, I mean, we know her rightful place um, you know, <laughs> leading this thing. So she's she's great. Well, and you can go to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N, AllonPlanning.com, and you can take a look at the whole Allon advisory team for yourself and see what community events Jay and Brittany have coming up. So maybe you're someone listening today who uh, plans everything to the smallest minute detail, or maybe you just kind of are a type of person who lets things come to you and, and just happen as they are. But either way, a retirement is approaching for all of us, right? Um, so today on the show, I really wanted uh, to outline a few things that we should do before we retire. Um, and the big spoiler alert here is we have to have a plan, financial planning, having a retirement plan, knowing that plan, sticking to it and implementing it is going to be at the top of the list. So let's just jump into a few things, Chrissy, if that's okay. Yeah. So back to basics. I love it. Absolutely. Walk right back to it. basics. So one big one that I wanted to start with is, you know, I had a couple actually come in this last week and, and talk to me about, hey, we're looking to retire within the next 12 to 18 months. And uh, they both are, the husband and the wife are both retiring and they're super excited about it. And the number one thing that I wanted to talk with them through and that I talk with most folks through is you need to envision and understand what does retirement look like to you? What's it look like to your spouse? What's it look like together? Really envision what retirement is and what it looks like. Uh, many people arrive right here at retirement and realize they haven't really given it a lot of thought of and what they want to do or, or what they want to take from it or what they want it to actually look like, really because they've been too busy working their whole life, uh, raising their families and then, you know, trying to put away enough money just to make sure we had something to spend in retirement. And so when we get here, we're like, well, what's the day to day supposed to look like, right? Um, but but suddenly now it's time uh, you're giving up a lot of your old routines and you're starting something new and something new is coming along and you have to really think through 
are you going to want to travel? Do you want to volunteer more? Do you want to just go see the grandkids? Do you want to read books and tell people to leave you alone? <laughs> you know, do you want to play golf every day? What's, what's the things that, what's it look like to you? And a lot of times it's important for couples to actually talk that out because I've found that one spouse may have a different uh, opinion than the other spouse and they haven't actually talked through that yet. So one thing I would say, but the first thing to start here is make sure that you envision what retirement looks like for you. Uh, so if you're in that situation and you're close to retirement, let's, let's try to envision that. What, what do you want from retirement? Let's write it down. Let's make it viv- vivid. Let's dream. It's really fun. That's probably the, one of the funnest parts of my job is getting people to, to, to realize they can dream and that they can, you know, see what retirement uh, would look like for them with, with the assets that they've set aside and what their lifestyle looks like. And then put it down on paper. A lot of times it makes it more concrete and it's easier to turn that dream into reality. Yeah, we see that a lot where people don't know what they want in that mm. season of their life, right? Uh, I mean, they they work their whole lives for it, and then it's like, boom, they're there, and they haven't put too much thought of the actual like planning of what they want that season right. to look like. And so it's hard to get to that destination of those things that you want in your retirement if you don't plan accordingly and kind of look at those things from the, you know, from the forefront, right? Mm -hmm. If you're going from California to New York and you're just like, okay, I'm going to get into a, you know, into an airplane in California and you're just going to fly around. Chances are you're probably not going to end up. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's that choosing those targets, choosing those goals. What do you want? Where do you want to end up? Do you want to end up in New York? Do you want to end up in Florida? You know, figuratively speaking. Um, and, and what do you want that experience to look get a true vision of it absolutely i mean and it's very logical with what we talk about on a weekly basis it goes for Mm -hmm. retirees pre-retirees getting that financial roadmap put together is vital and i'm not even kidding ever since i was i think three or four years old is when i said i wanted to drive a walmart truck when i was retired yeah (laughs) i told my parents and i had grandpa and a great uncle who did that. And so I, I still maintain that's what, I, so I've, I've <laughs> already solved part of this, right? Am I a step mm-hmm. in the right direction? I'll be learning how to get my commercial driver's license. Okay. Or yeah, my, my big, my big truck driver's license. Nice. Awesome. But that yeah, is a way. CDLs. Yeah. That's a way to co- cover some of that. But what if my significant other was not about that life decides not that that's not his vision or dream or their vision or dream right yeah um and so yeah you really you really need to talk that through Mm -hmm. because if uh if i if britney had a dream of being a truck driver during retirement we'd have a problem (laughs) (laughs) i probably wouldn't want to be gone that much (laughs) i love the open road but i I love it on my schedule probably in retirement not on walmart schedule um (laughs) that's that's my preference right um but yeah so that's a perfect example right there of, hey, here's what I envision retirement looking like. Oh, I didn't think about does my significant other think that's the I case, nev- right? I never Chrissy, considered it. Nope. That happens way uh, way more often than you realize. Um, so really get a vision of what that looks like um, and and really go for it, right? Aim small, miss small. If, if you aim small, you're going to miss very small. So, so make sure you get really good targeted goals for what retirement is going to look like. Mm-hmm. And this this is just one of the many financial planning services that Allon Planning Partners offer. You can sit down and Brittany could probably be very helpful. She said one time that sometimes it's almost as if you assume a role 
of a counselor kind of you're like having that's to right. like cool so yep, what's, what's that's where it starts. the next like so yeah we have a, f- a few other uh areas that i wanted to discuss so the next area i would look at is a lot of people don't think about this and and, and if you're one that looks at every minute detail you probably do but it's developing an understanding of your day-to-day expenses through retirement and what those are going to look like a lot of people uh, through their working years become so accustomed to regular paycheck living they don't even a lot of times they come in and they have they have no idea what their budget is that happens every day i'll meet with someone who will say yeah i have no idea what i spend and what i don't spend and you know i'm like well you know that's okay as long as you're not overspending your income right now but hey let's think about what's what's better than where you're living at right now is actually knowing what those day-to-day expenses look like because in retirement you don't have that monthly paycheck coming in anymore because you're not working that regular job so you still need to make sure your bills are getting paid and that your assets are working for you but we need to do that in a way to where we understand what our budget looks like right so a lot of times people walking into retirement have to think through that thing the the budget situation more than they ever have in their life at this point oh yeah I'm not sure I have much to add other than, you know, even echoing what Jay said is that it happens all too often that people come in, that there's not a clear understanding as to how much money they're actually spending. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's extremely important. I mean, because people come in all the time and they're like, yeah, our budget looks fine. And then as we're breaking down their budget, I didn't even know I spent that. much. Yeah. I mean, how you can't even believe how many times they're like, we spend that much money. And it's like, yeah, you do. And so really trying to figure out, um, and itemize those, uh, you know, those expenses and, and looking at those on paper, black and white, it's, it's, it's pretty eye opening. So, yeah. So creating goals yep. and, and, and envision uh, your dreams, developing a day-to-day budget to hit those, and then reviewing the assets and the portfolio maybe that you have right now mm-hmm. to see how are these positioned? How are these assets positioned in order to get me to the targeted goals that I just now talked about with the day-to-day budget expenses that I have? So the third one would be, let's review your assets. Mm-hmm. Let's determine what your insu- income sources were, are going to look like in retirement. Uh, let's get a good social security distribution strategy for you. Let's see if you have a pension, a 401k, an IRA, a Roth, whatever that you've been saving in and that mechanism, or maybe just a brokerage account, whatever that looks like, we want to make sure that we are reviewing those assets to say, how do we put them to work for you to make sure you hit that envisioned goal that we talked about in point number one, right? So it kind of works together. Um, but that's that's where it goes back to. And when we're reviewing those assets, it's, it's really a fourth point, if I just could get real quickly get to it, is reviewing the risk in that portfolio. Mm-hmm. Because your goals are going to tell you by how much assets that you have, how much risk do I actually need to take to get to these goals? Uh, often people are taking way more risk than they way than more. they need to be taking way to get more. to the goals that they have, right? And then there are occasions where people are not taking enough risk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we want to make sure that you are actually utilizing your portfolio, utilizing your assets in a way that gets you to those targeted goals that, that condenses and minimizes stress in your life to say, am I going to actually get to live my dream through retirement? So look at the assets that you have and let us do a portfolio review. We do that with all of our other clients that walk in. We want to make sure that we take a look at what's going on under the hood and are they going to hit those targeted goals that you have. And you can take Jay Hagee up on this no cost, no obligation opportunity to sit down and whether it's starting from scratch and drafting that roadmap or maybe tweaking some things that have changed given Mm -hmm. recent 
current events, I guess I could say, in the world of finance? I would say that everything that we've talked through, and we've barely just scraped the iceberg, basically the tip of the iceberg on what planning looks like. But if we're getting back to the basics, it's a lot to think about. And, and it can be daunting. It can be a daunting task to those who are headed into retirement to what should I be thinking through? And is there are there things that I don't know that I should be thinking through, right? But the good thing is you do not have to do this alone. You do not have to walk this financial planning path of retirement and can I retire and can I hit my goals alone? We are here to take that heavy lifting burden off of you. So as Chrissy said, call in, set an appointment with us, and we would love to, to connect with you and talk through your dreams, your plan, and a, and a goal and a route to get there. And that number again, 800 971 45 49 So they call it the great resignation. Millions of people have been leaving the workforce every single month. Uh, and, and if you're one of them and you're considering it, we've actually got some tips for you on what you should do with the money that you have in your old retirement accounts. We'll be right back. job has never been more popular than it has been of late, right? So in 2021, workers have been leaving their jobs uh, to the tune of nearly 4 million per month, uh, the highest rate ever recorded by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. That's a lot. If you're one of them, we've got some options on what to do with that old 401k of yours. Yeah. So what are those options? Uh, and, and one of them. That's a, lo- uh, that's a huge is, number. That's, that's a lot. Massive. That's a yeah. lot. I mean, I, and I have to ask, is is this something that that is, do you think it's a combination of factors or is it something that happens like in a cyclical fashion? Do you see this come around every few years? People quit their jobs in droves by the millions or no? Not at this rate. Right. Okay. I mean, when you when you have the the printing that we did um, and we had all of the stimulus coming in, um, there was there was a lot of incentive actually to to not work. And so it, it created a I mean, the, the, as it's called, the, the great resignation. Um, people were leaving their jobs by the droves finding um, unemployment benefit to be mm-hmm. more lucrative than going to their jobs. And, um, and so- you've kind of had the perfect storm also because you have that and then you have baby boomers, which are yep. retiring Correct. in droves as well, which is a large generation that, that is going to continue to retire and continue to hit that retirement age. So when you have that on top of what happened in COVID, um, we've never seen anything like this. Obviously, the statistics are huge mm-hmm. when you have four million a month that's coming off. And a lot of times it's, um, you know, we would rather people quit looking for jobs. They go off the unemployment numbers and now they are just... Uh, no longer working uh, period. Um, and so like Tanner said, there was a lot of incentive to stay at home. There was a lot of incentive to, to not be at your, your job. And then you have baby boomers continue to retire. So there's a lot of people right now that are retired that didn't think they would be retired this soon. Mm-hmm. It feels like pursuing a TikTok career is kind of the, the new chosen profession that I've seen. Um, out there, which I know Jay's going to have a pretty successful <laughs> one one day when he leans into the He already the trend. does, actually. Tanner had to explain to me what TikTok was, <laughs> actually. Oh, okay, I, so, I don't. So you're like, you feel like you're vibing or is that not a good word to, to use, Tanner? 
vibing? Well, no, it, it's I tried. <laughs> to, yeah, no, tried. I, I actually don't really even. I think I used TikTok one time, and and um, that was that was my entrance and my exit into uh, the TikTok space. Um, so if you're needing any more advice, you're probably going to want to talk to Jay about that. Yeah, one. and you're not going to want to to be getting these these fake success stories of I got passive income from a vending machine. And then cut to six months later, I'm a millionaire because oh, no. that's, that's what <laughs> you, you have I've a better seen. chance of winning the lottery. Thank, okay. Yeah. Thank you. So what are some some uh, other, I don't want to say side effects. The biggest yeah. deal that we're dealing with here, uh, the biggest issues we're dealing with, one is when you leave that job and you've been contributing to that 401k or 403b or 457 or whatever it is that you've been contributing to, what do I do with this now big bucket of money that's set aside for retirement, right? Mm-hmm. What do I do with that uh, now? And there are a few options that you can take here. One is you can actually just leave it in your old 401k. Um, this is typically not the, the route we would recommend, uh, but that is an option. Um, you could you can leave your money in your old plan uh, if you're happy with your investment choices. If they are uh, enough uh, diversification, if there is enough diversification for you there, uh, and the fees are low enough, uh, provided that your plan rules really still allow it allow that, then your money can stay invested. Now the only o- negative would be you won't be able to contribute any more additional funds. So you're not going to be getting that combining effect um, like what you are with an IRA, so to speak. Um, But you can leave that and continue letting it grow right there in that 401k. But you really want to make sure because every 401k plan is different and has different rules. So you want to make sure what those rules are for you individually. But that's one option. Um, and I'll, I'll let Tanner kind of talk about the next one. Yeah, I kind of wanted to piggyback off of that um, anyway. A lot of times that being even a considered option versus rolling it over into a um, self-directed IRA or a traditional IRA at that, um, the, the, the benefit of doing a rollover is you really have an opportunity to have more um, – options, right? Because in a 401k plan, you're going to have a selected amount of investment options that you have that have already been, you know, pre-selected for you that you choose from. Whereas in a traditional IRA and in your self-directed IRA, you you get, you know, pretty much, I mean, a, a lot more options. You've got stocks, you've got bonds, mutual funds, exchange traded funds known as ETFs. I mean, you can kind of choose, pick and choose whatever you're wanting to invest in, which gives you a lot of... It expands your horizon. Your, your, your reach. Absolutely. And so... It really gives you that that opportunity to roll it over into a self-directed IRA. And so typically rolling it over uh, from a 401k also keeps it in that deferred status. Correct. So if you roll from 401k traditional to IRA traditional, you can roll it over without having to pay taxes on that event unless you decide – hey, maybe I want to put it in a Roth now, which would at, actually occur, uh, a, a taxable event would occur at that point. And, and you, um, was, you really helped hugely by walking me through that. My sister had planned to start a new job and was too afraid to ask about mm-hmm. the money that was hers just sitting there before she left. She said, ah, it's probably too much work. I said, no, Jane Vernie. So, so and that's a great uh, point, Chrissy, is like a lot of people, just like your sister was in there, she, she, they come in and they don't know what to do. They don't know what their options are. They don't realize that there are expanded 
um, allocation models or expanded things that they can invest in in a self-directed IRA versus mm -hmm. their 401k if they just leave it there. And a lot of folks don't understand that until they come in and chat with us. And that's where we go back to the first segment that we were talking about and start, what's your goal and vision for these funds? Yep. What's it look like, right? Because that's going to help direct us into what investments that we're looking for. Now, uh, another option that we would say is that most companies, if you're starting a new job, you can roll it into your new 401k. So that's a possibility, too, you can look at. Um, you want to examine the fees and examine your investment options there, just as we talked about. But you do have an opportunity if, if there's four different opportunities here. One, leave it where it's at. Two, roll it into a self-directed IRA. Three, roll it into your new 401k if you're starting a new job and there's some risk and reward there as well. You're not you're still going to have those limited investment options that we talked about uh, typically. Um, and then the fourth option would be you can just cash it out. So say, you know, it's a low amount and it's not going to cost you a lot of uh, money in taxes and you may need the funds to pay rent for a few months or something like that because you're in transition that is an option but you will pay taxes on taking that money out yeah and if you're if you're at a certain age uh you know there there's a there's a penalty chance that you have well. a penalty yeah so under usually 59 and a half mm -hmm. or 55 in some 401k plans correct yeah so that's usually not an option that is um extremely common um that we right. that we you know recommend choosing but you know, there are very, rare. very rarely. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that's the importance of having a conversation with, you know, with someone like us to say, okay, here's, here's what we have going on. What do you suggest is, you know, my best plan of action, given, you know, my goals, given um, all the things that we've discussed previously, um, and, and how do I best get to that space and, and do it the most effectively and efficiently? Wow. Yeah, and you want to make sure that you're working with a fiduciary like our firm because we're going to give you the best option for you mm -hmm. in particular, right? Your situation matters. It's not a cookie-cutter blanket answer that you're going to get. It's not a, oh, yeah, everybody should go this route, right? Everybody should do this. Everybody should do that. There's not a blanket statement when it comes to these kind of situations because everybody's situation is different, right? Mm -hmm. um, you may be at a place to where you're going into a new job, and it's better to roll it over into a new 401k because it's going to charge you a lot less in fees yep. and you're going to have just as good as expanded investment options as you need for now right and so we're not we're not the cookie cutter shop that says everybody has to go this direction <laughs> um so want to make sure that that you realize working with a fiduciary independent fiduciary advisor is the most important thing that you can do to not do this alone but to have someone guide you that actually is legally bound and uh, morally bound to put your best interest first. With fiduciary responsibility? Is that the name of Yes, that's it. Fiduciary responsibility. Uh, you know, there, if we talk about the fiduciary standard versus the suitability standard, one says you this this investment vehicle is suitable for you. Another says this is the best for you. Mm -hmm. This is the best route you should take. So always want to make sure anytime that you're dealing with your retirement funds or your, or your finances, that you're working with someone like our firm that is going to give you those type of good directions. You can set up an appointment for a complimentary consultation with Jay and Brittany Hagee, Tanner, and the entire Allon Planning team, 800 971-4549, 800-971-4549, or you can go online to Allon Exchange 
allonplanning.com, A-L-L-O-N, or allonplanning.com, and click continue the conversation and schedule it right from there. And Jay, what do you have for us next? Well, just like when I teach workshops, uh, the number one fear for most retirees that I, that I meet with, I tell these, the folks this all the time, is running out of money. Running out of money is the number one fear of every retiree that I meet with and set with. So the good news is when we come back, I'm going to outline a few things and Tanner and I together are going to outline a few things that you can do to avoid that fate. Uh, It's never too late to start planning. It's time to face your fears, uh, especially right now in this roller coaster of our economy. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I would say before you start your retirement journey, uh, I want to talk through and I want you to learn a little bit more about common reasons why retirees run out of money. Uh, And more importantly, I want you to learn as to what you can do now to avoid, you know, that Mm -hmm. that fate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there are a few reasons. Um, I'll start with the first reason I can think of is when market volatility is happening, which everybody's feeling right now. The one thing that folks want to do is what? Sell. They want to take their money out and run. Yep. I was (laughs) like, give me my money and run, you know, volatility. And when things go down, it's the worst time to sell, right? Um, It's scary for everybody. Everybody's scared, right? But if you look back at, let's just look at 08, you can look at 01, you can look at a lot of the the big uh, rocks of down seasons in the market, the COVID, man, just last 2020, mm-hmm. uh, when, when we had the COVID recession, basically, it, it wasn't a recession, but the COVID uh, fear index went up and the markets went down. So when that happened, if everyone sold out, you would have missed tons of gains on the upside. So you, you want to make sure the, the better thing to do and to avoid that fate is to have a plan Mm -hmm. because if you have a plan and you know how your plan's working whether the market's up whether the market's down what your cash says and every bucket of money that you have is working for you in a specific way you don't have to freak out when the markets go down and say i want to sell out everything because you're not overly uh at risk to begin with so the the worst thing people can do when when the market takes big dips is to sell out everything it's been kind of I did that earlier. Oh, no. about, no. about forty dollars worth. I mean, I know that's not going to like. That's like a well, it's movie. Not your it's, retirement fund, yeah. obviously. What I find so interesting about what you just said and about how we've been in the market the last, you know, basically since the beginning of the year, and I know that. Uh, I mean, we have these conversations all the time, and you would agree that we've not really had many, if at all, conversations with our current clients of like straight panic and fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I would say it's because of the planning that we do. Uh, we go into these types of, I mean, and obviously no one's feeling like over the moon with rainbows no. and unicorns. Um, but you really have a sense that the the planning that we've done um, allows them to feel, you know, firmly grounded security secured like what we what we it's kind of our 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 go-to um little acronym that we like to say in office is we like to build plans that uh, is called a like a swan plan a sleep well at night plan right and so if our clients can't sleep well at night then obviously something uh you know if people come to us and they're not able to sleep well at night something is is wrong um and so that's been something that's has honestly been 
encouraging and obviously right. shows the the effectiveness of the planning that we do that we've not had really any cause of you know panic and that's a good point yeah. that's a good point because i i had an actual a couple other advisors in the last couple of weeks give me a call that i'm friends with right because we have a community there's there's advisors and they're like man I'm getting calls every day. Mm -hmm. Like, are you getting this effect? Like uh, the clients are calling, they're worried so much about the economy. And I actually said, no, yeah, not really. <laughs> I, yeah. I haven't. And the reason being is because I stay in communication you with my clients regularly. That. Yep. We initiate that number one. And number two, our clients understand their plan. Mm -hmm. They understand what is happening with each bucket of money. And it's, and if, and if they're overly anxious, Here's the number two point I want to make. You're probably invested too much in inequity. You're mm -hmm. probably invest overly uh, invested in stocks if you're that anxious about what's going on. Because diversification means investing in other things besides just stocks, right? So you, you don't want to just have all of your eggs in one basket. You need other steady sources of retirement income. I mean, look at like U.S. treasuries and and uh, municipal bonds and corporate bonds and real estate investment precious, trusts. And the precious metals. Precious metals. There's a gold. I mean, people are in crypto. I know that's not a great thing right now <laughs> because it's down too, but it is a diversification tool that some folks are using. So, I mean, I, I think you need to take a, a bigger picture approach to mm -hmm. these things and see, am I diversified well if I'm freaking out this much about what's happening in the stock market? But, and that is yeah, what well, you do at Allen Planning. The emphasis is on that it's a new member of the family. It's that it's a personal it's a personal conversation that you're having and you are covering a lot of what could be defined as private topics or topics people aren't going to talk about mm -hmm. maybe when you're playing uh, softball or you know sitting watching the kids play softball or something like that you know the, the those difficult conversations about like about the whether it's legacy and income planning or social security maximization and tax allocation retirement planning tax all planning, of yeah. it you guys cover it all and you you really focus on helping make sure that learning process is never ending and 100 correct and online you can see that that alan offers community workshops to help that continuing education effort benefit the area and so make sure you check it out a-l-l-o-n planning alonplanning.com and you can call as well, 800-971-4549. And as we move back into diversifying, Tanner, uh, what were you going to maybe explain is crypto to me? Is it a token or what? Yeah, so I'm not, I, I understand it to, to a point, right? I, I'm not someone that has created some, some specific crypto that, I, you know, I don't know the complete uh, ins and outs of how it operates because that is a whole nother um, ball game. But yes, it, what it is is a it is a digital currency um, in its simplest form. Um, and you know there are thousands and thousands of these different uh, digital currencies that you can buy um, on an exchange. And so everybody is familiar. Well, maybe not everybody, but you know anymore. You know probably ninety nine percent of people are familiar with what. Um, crypto is or have heard of crypto and you know they hear of these horror stories of people losing all of their money and they hear of these stories of people putting in five bucks and making 
a million dollars and you know after a handful of years or whatever and so it's it's very polarizing um typically as to the experience that you're going to hear about um and, and we do have clients that want a portion of their um their portfolio in in a crypto now that's not something that I'm going to, you know, that we're going to sit there and, and, you know, we're not going to go through the coins and say, Hey, here's the coin that you need to be invested into or anything, because for one, it's extremely volatile. You know, if you are in crypto, you, you are probably very well aware of that. Um, but number two, it's, it's just kind of, uh, I mean, it being unregulated, it, there being a lot of red tape and, and regulation, it's not something that we, you know, necessarily advise on. Now we would say, Hey, you're probably way over leveraged in crypto. Um, but if that you know if that's something that some of our clients want to take a small portion of their uh, of their portfolio and and mess around with, we have no problem letting and and saying, hey, you know what, have fun with this, right? Making sure that they're not over leveraged in that space. Um, but if they want to spend some you know some money on it and have some fun with it, you know, we'll make sure that it's it's not more than they, they can, uh, you know, can handle. Yeah. And what we want to make sure they do is, is use that one. <laughs> I'll laugh about it, but it's really as Vegas money. It's Vegas money. Yeah. That's exactly we we, we want to make sure that, Hey, if you want to play a little bit in this space, have fun. take a couple play. hundred dollars and do it. <laughs> Let's we're not going to, uh, finance your retirement plan on crypto, at least through our firm, right? Correct. Because we have a fiduciary responsibility um, to give you the the best options that are available now, right? That's just a much more volatile asset. So, you know, when we started, this is your number one fear is running out of money. Yeah. And if you want to continue compounding that fear, go ahead and put it in things that are very volatile and very risky. You will compound that fear very fast because your money will be all over the place. One, another reason is, is we went back to that budgeting piece. Maybe you're spending too much, uh, you know, and that's, that could be a possibility uh, because when you get into retirement, you have to actually start thinking about your spending more than when you're making the dollars that you are every week or every month from your paychecks. So you have to, you know, think about that a little bit more and that'll ensure that you're not going to run out of money because you understand, understand how to budget and how to actually use the dollars that you have. Um, so that's going to bring uh, peace to your to your mind there. Um, one thing I, I've, I've actually had to connect with a client yesterday on was, uh, you know, they're they're kind of in this, am I going to have enough money to, to survive? And I actually had to tell them they've got to quit bankrolling their kids and grandkids <laughs> um, because they're spending way more money than they should be when they're spending too much on their children and grandchildren. And, and I love that, that they are about family and they want to contribute to costs and they want to pay for special things and they want to pay tuitions and this stuff. But if it's not in your budget to do and you can't stay retired uh, comfortably uh, without the fear of running out of money because you're bankrolling your family, we have to have a serious conversation there too. I kind of look at it as the analogy of being in an airplane and that oxygen mask coming yep. down. They always tell you That's to put your oxygen mask on first. Right. And if you don't know why, it's because you would black out if you don't put yours on. And you are to no good of anyone else around you if you're unconscious. And so if, right. if you are one of those people that are spending too much money on your grandkids or your kids, like – we love that heart, right? Like that's, 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 um, that's a great giving heart, but it needs to just be tailored and tempered with some wisdom and like pulled back to a point where 
figuring out what amount actually makes sense and making sure that you're taking care of yourself first. So that you don't black it. Correct. So you <laughs> yeah. don't black You know, it has to be, you have to have enough uh, for sustainability in your life before you can help give that to someone else. Um, and so those are hard conversations that, that we have that we have as fiduciaries, um, but they're very necessary. And we're willing to lovingly have those conversations with folks to hopefully our job is to be a mirror of truth and to show them, Hey, look in the mirror here. This is actually what's happening. This is what's going on. Um, you can decide whether you want to live with the way that it is and keep dealing with the fear and the consequences, or we can make some changes and have a little bit more discipline in a few areas and plan well, and you're going to be much happier emotionally as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so yeah, we, there are many avenues that I could walk you down, Chrissy, and many stories that we could tell you, me and Tanner, both of clients that we've met with in different avenues that we would say, here's what you want to focus on to take away that fear of running out of money, right? Here's here's some things but really what we would want to offer to you guys today is a opportunity to tell us your story so come in and, and speak your story to us tell us what's going on in your world give us a picture of your retirement plans and finances and then you know what's going on there and let us take a look and, and hold up that mirror for you and say hey here's some areas you may want to look at and i think will be very beneficial for you to do at the end of the day 800 971 4549 800-971-4549 and online A-L-L-O-N AllonExchange.com We've been receiving your questions uh, all along this show and we're so happy to answer those for you when we come back. And welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay Hagee and in for Brittany Hagee, who is on assignment, is Tanner Horsmeyer, Myrtle Beach native, and also <laughs> you lived in Hawaii for a little bit, and then I did, yeah, five years. Famous golfer. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, yeah. Really. Uh, I mean, he did. He he won the tournament at Council Fire. Okay, uh, I did. Putt putt. Uh, I did win or a uh, like the, hitting <laughs> no, the real links. No, it's it's actually the uh, the real deal, as they say. As folks know around here in Chattanooga, Council Fire is a great uh, golf course here, and and. They have a tournament every year that yeah. is a member guest tournament, and Tanner just won that. Yeah, so me, pretty well, proud. Yeah, me and a me and a buddy of mine won the tournament, and so it was a really cool. It's probably my favorite golf experience I've ever had. So you haven't golfed with me yet, so don't get too cocky. <laughs> second <laughs> second best golf experience I've had um, to this point to this life. point in my life. Well, I mean, and then to achieve that while being an associate advisor on the Allon Planning Partners planning it's a dream team. It's like you you're 16 and I've a half and you've already made it. So you're like Mary Tyler Moore, <laughs> but the guy version. Uh, there we go. And I just wanted to get your take on this exchange between Fed Chair Powell and Representative Emmer of Minnesota. Chair Powell, okay. do you have concerns that if Congress injects a new round of stimulus into the current economy, it could and in fact will add to the inflation we're seeing today? Again, I'm, really, it's not our role to give you advice on what to do. You know, we, we, re we report to Congress, not the other way around. It's, we're, we're sticking to our, our mandate and our mission, and, and uh, we have a lot of work to do on that front and uh, not really giving you advice on what you should be doing. We, wow. we take fiscal policy as something that comes to us and we, we deal with it as part of everything else. I'm very disappointed, sir. 
I mean, you are uh, supposed to be in charge of the monetary policy of this country. You're now embarking on raising interest rates because that's the only tool you think you have left. Uh, this is not just a dog chasing its tail anymore, sir. This is a dog that's starting to devour its tail and its back end because of the debt that we are carrying. Fairly wow. straightforward. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so I mean, that's a great clip, Chrissy, uh, that you found there because that's actually showing some of the emotion that's starting to come out over inflation, right? Um, and everyone's having different emotions about it. But uh, Congressman Emmer uh, obviously wanted Chair Powell to um, tell them that they should not be passing this bill. And and obviously, uh, Chair Powell uh, cannot tell him how to legislate. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, right. So so but but this is still some of the uh, raw emotion that you're seeing is like, listen, you're causing inflation by doing X, Y, Z. We're causing inflation by doing X, Y, Z. And it's becoming a bullying point here. So, you know, uh, you know, the the tone and the tenor uh, is is probably not the, the most professional. Well, <laughs> from, but it's something uh, that people are so passionate about and it, it will affect yeah. so many people and his constituents. And it feels like I mean, it, he hit a. He, he got hit with the I'm so disappointed in you, Jerome. That's right. That was right. that was like a whole other level of it's right. Yeah, he's, he's trying uh, to prove a point there. Um, but inflation has to be tackled head on. Mm -hmm. And I think that was his whole point is we can't keep spending ourselves into oblivion. Um, I, I noticed that uh, even in California, I had read that they are giving out inflation checks or trying to give out inflation checks. I don't know if it'd been passed yet or not. But I saw that and I said, somebody needs to explain to the government in California how inflation works, because inflation works because we've spent too much money and we keep printing off too much money. But that's what you're trying to do to say, we want to hand you money to curb inflation. Well, that's actually going to make it worse. <laughs> so um, that, that's the that's the kind of disappointment, the tenor and the tone that you're hearing from Ember there is like, do people not get how economics work? <laughs> you know? You're telling me that I can't put out a fire with gasoline? That's that right. What you're that's what's happening. Not oh, okay. yet. Gotcha. We, we're hopeful. Right. And, and Tanner, I you being the the youngest on the on the team right now on the show you didn't mm -hmm. have any formal education through high school any course that involved economics did you i did not yeah no i i didn't and um that was actually something in high school that i uh wanted um i was always i was always intrigued and interested in business and economics and unfortunately it's kind of a it's a lost point and um i, I think it's to a a huge disservice to you know my generation um, and younger generations where we're not learning this type of important information it could really have helped california out Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I think we need to teach more <laughs> economics in our schools today. I think we need to teach, you know, if we can just talk about to our kids, here's how you prepare a tax return. Correct. Here's how you balance a checkbook. Here's a budget tip, you know, too. I think that's what needs to happen uh, with with our, our students today. I wish I would have had more of that when I was in school. But the things that, that I needed to teach myself uh, and the, the skill set that I teach others now uh, was missing in our in our formal education system. So so I would say, yeah, when it comes to inflation, we get questions on it all the time. And I believe that we're truly between a rock and a hard place here Very because much. you you either um, tackle it head on, which we have to and keep raising interest rates 
uh, to the point to where it's harder to get to money and that causes economic collapse at some point. Mm-hmm. He even like he even said it could cause recession at some point, not a, not a it's a byproduct, right? But it, it, yeah. a harder recession, I would say. Um, oh, so not the soft recession nothing. that everyone. Yeah, correct. <laughs> or or you do nothing and inflation keeps getting out of control and you're paying a thousand dollars for a pound of chicken eventually. Yeah. Um, and that's just not that's not we can't continue down that road. And if you're facing any concerns or if you would like to sit down and have these issues just aired out in by professionals that are bound by fiduciary responsibility to do what is best for you. It's the Hippocratic Oath of Finance. That's kind of the way that I think, right? Isn't that what? That's good. That's a good way to think of it. Um, Then you should absolutely reach out right now. Jay and Brittany Hagee and the entire Allon planning team are offering that opportunity to invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. So that number, 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549, and online at allonallonplanning.com. And since so many of us were deprived of uh, any courses where we could ask our teacher questions, we like to see if there are any listener questions. And this week we've got a couple, so I'm just going to go through as many as we can. Let's hit them. So yep. we mm-hmm. are going to start with Jerry in Chattanooga, who has a question. He is a single parent. He's 67 and ready to retire, though is anxious about the decisions necessary. His daughter is in the last year of college, Mm -hmm. yet he has no more money left to pay for it. And in her last year, he is asking if he should take from his retirement or get a loan and goes on to say she's a good kid with some special problems that she overcomes daily. Do you have any advice? Hmm. This kind of goes, and this would have to be a conversation, obviously, that we would want to have in more detail to kind of know as you lift up the hood of their financial situation, knowing exactly what's going on. Um, at, at face value, it kind of seems like one of those scenarios that we were actually talking about earlier, right? Where there's this desire a lot of times to overextend and overexert yourself and mm-hmm. bankroll your kids. And, and it's it comes out of a place of love and wanting to help, but, you know, even at your expense, right? Um, so I would I would want to have a conversation to see you know, how much money is he, is he trying to, to help out with? Um, you know, what does, what does that uh, amount look like? Um, you know, is there, is there a way that, you know, I mean, his, his daughter is, um, what I would, I would assume 21 years old, 22 years old. So she's actually in her adult life at this point. Um, you know, is it something that she could maybe, head up on her own or is he just like full in on having to help her out and and, you know really trying to figure out um, what that amount looks like right because if if it's to that extent of hurting himself in the process uh, that goes back to the point of us just being truth tellers and saying hey you know it's it's not in your best interest to do this because of the sake of you know, you're going to end up elongating your retirement plans Mm -hmm. in doing so. And so I think it, it, at 67, he, he, he could be fairly close, right? That's sure. Exactly. So if, mm -hmm. yeah, if he's at that point of pulling the trigger, but yet he's having to take out, you know, a massive loan 
um, you know, because anymore college is not uh, cheap by any means. So if, he, if he's having to take out a massive loan to help out his daughter graduate, you know, that could extend his working life by a longer period of time than what he was hoping for. Mm -hmm. 800-971-4549. And uh, Phyllis from Cleveland asking, does my employer's matching contribution count toward the maximum I can contribute to my 401k? Great question, Phyllis. Uh, real quick answer is no, it does not. Uh, your employer's contribution does not count towards your contribution that you're allowed to do to your 401k plan. And in 2022, if you're under the age of 50, it's $20,500 a year you can put away. If you're over 50, you got a catch-up provision of 6,500. So you can actually put away $27,000 into your 401k, regardless of your employer's contribution amount. Um, and these limits, they are set by the federal government. So just so you know, 27,000 over 50, 20,500 under 50, and that does not include your company's contributions. So you can legitimately put away quite a bit of funds within your 401k. Thank you so much, Phyllis and Jerry, for your questions. And we will make sure that we get to more next week. But Absolutely. in the mm -hmm. meantime, you can always reach out to anyone and everyone at Allon Planning Partners. And all you have to do is give them a call, 800-971-4549. You can also reach out online. And that website is allonallonexchange.com. Any final thoughts for the week? Well, I just want to encourage everyone out there that if you are in any of these situations we've talked about today, whether you're close to near retirement, in retirement, and you're worrying about the economy, you're stressed about, am I going to make it? Or you like, am I going to run out of money? You know, with everything going on with inflation out of control, with, with the economy where it's at today, with the markets being so volatile, it's okay to sit down with someone for help. And maybe you already feel like you've had an advisor, but you don't really have a plan. I would say come sit down with us and give us a chance to, to show you how we do financial planning so that you will have more of peace of mind and an understanding of how to hit your targeted goals without all of the fear and uncertainty and doubt that may cloud your mind today. So, so what I would say is please pick up the phone and make that phone call and give us an opportunity to serve you at Allen Planning Partners. And Tanner, thank you for joining us. I mean, oh, it's been a pleasure. I mean, obviously, we will be back. We miss Brittany. Um, but you know. yeah, Brittany and I will just leave you guys in the studio next time, and we'll <laughs> uh, bring back some comes. notes. Yeah, right. Yeah, I would enjoy it. Let's do it. So. <laughs> All right. Well, it's well, been thanks a again. Until next yeah, week. Thanks for having us. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Allon Planning Partners is not affiliated with Foundations Investment Advisors. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity offering or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of 
rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.